Hi, Keith. Hi, Jeff. Today we are talking municipal budgets and this question, where does the money come from? As we all know, property taxes make up a huge chunk of municipal revenue, but towns and cities can't tax state-owned property or nonprofit colleges or hospitals. So then you get to a city like Hartford, home to the state capital, hospitals, universities, and more, and you get to more than 50% of the city's property value that can't be taxed. Am I getting it right about right? You are right on. All right. So where does that leave the capital city? Well, and let's answer that, but let's put it in perspective. Because every community spends most of their money on education, and understandably so, we prioritize that, that really makes the non-education funding that the state gives crucial because Mm. it's got to cover everything else, whether it's clearing your roads or paying for the police. These are all vital services, trash collection and the like. Cities are sort of repositories for a lot of regional assets. The challenge, though, is these tend to be nonprofit and Mm -hmm. Historically, the state of Connecticut, to try to protect these institutions, has said, hands off cities and towns, you can't touch them. So you're much more likely in Hartford or Bridgeport or New Haven to find a hospital, Mm -hmm. to find a private college or a university. And then in Hartford, you're much more likely than in any other community in the state to find tons and tons of state office buildings. Which means there's a lot of property here, a lot of property that that has a lot of value that could, in theory, provide a lot of value to the city where it's taxable, but it's not. So then- It, it has, sorry to jump in, yeah. Jeff, it has a lot of value and it demands a lot of attention. You've got to plow the roads so state employees can get in and run government. These are things that provide a lot of benefit but need a lot of care. So historically, the state has a program called the Pilot Program. If you spell it out, it's payment in lieu of taxes. Yes. What is that? Uh, That is a program that attempts to mitigate. It doesn't replace all of the dollars that communities lose because these properties are tax exempt, but it tries to give back something. We've had some form of a pilot grant since 1935, but the system that's in place now largely was developed between the late 1960s and the late 1970s. And it's to reimburse towns and cities for monies that they, for, for for the value of property lost that they can't tax. Correct. They, they tell the state, here's the, what's in our town, here's what we think it's worth, how much are you going to give us? And the state says a percentage? Correct. And that percentage has been tightening for a while. Are they supposed to give a fixed percentage by statute? It's almost an oxymoron for us to call it fixed percentage in statute because all it takes to change one law is another law. Mm. So I'll just give you a couple examples. We're supposed to replace about 45% of the funds communities lose when they can't tax state property. That's what we're supposed to do. By 2010, we're passing budgets that said, let's ignore that statute for now. And instead, we're only going to give you 28 cents on the dollar. Mm. And today, it's down to 14 cents on a dollar. So now we have a new governor in Ned Lamont. Uh, Does he show any signs of changing this dynamic? Right now, he's showing signs of continuing it because on the one hand, he's saying, I'm going to prioritize municipal aid. And that sounds like change. But he also says, I don't want to tap our rainy day fund, any of our reserves. I don't want to raise taxes to cover these large pension bills. And the numbers don't add up. So something has to give. And traditionally, when you've had to choose between maintaining the pilot program and raising taxes, we've trimmed the pilot program. Keith Fanoff writes about budget issues for the Connecticut Mirror, and we're lucky to have him here for extra credit. Thanks, Keith. Thanks, Jeff.